Hello world, it's Brea, and welcome to Hello Brea. I am thrilled to be embarking upon this new journey as an official podcast host. Here I'll be spilling the tea on all of my life's most recent events, pivotal moments, and toughest lessons. These are go-to conversations for women taking the world by storm, women figuring it out, and those who wish to know more about my life, my story, my journey, and how it can also help you with yours. Thank you so much for tagging along, and I cannot wait to see where this journey takes us. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Hello Brea, episode two. We are in this thing, and I am coming to you live from Brooklyn, New York, where the Nets just won against the Bucks in game two of the playoffs. I actually got to go to the game last night, and it was absolutely amazing. It's actually my first time seeing the Nets play in person. So that was pretty amazing. I hope Brooklyn wins it all. It's going to be an amazing summer in Brooklyn, New York, and New York in general. But if we were to win it all, I'm sure it'd just be that much better. So shout out to them. Also on the topics of athleticism and the games, I want to also give a shout out to the Naomi Osaka and the Simone Biles who have inspired this episode about black women, black girl magic, breaking records, reclaiming our time and standing up unapologetically for what we believe in. So let me first just start out by saying that as a black woman, our stories are so complex. We are honestly engineered to compare and compete with one another. We're underpaid, oftentimes overlooked, and history shows that much of our impact, voices, influence are taken advantage of. And so because of that, I absolutely love seeing Black women celebrated for being who they just truly authentically are and what they are truly authentically gifted at and how we impact the world and culture. So shout out to Black women. Again, I love seeing us celebrated. I love people who are also gifted and confident and tenacious and quite frankly, just the real deal, which is also what brings me to the inspiration of this episode, Black female athletes. You know, I've always been so fascinated by athletes. I have a, a very special appreciation and admiration for athletes, mostly because the winner is clear when it comes to sports. And I love anybody who is clearly, authentically just who they are and great at what they do, especially in this day and age of like social media where people are often tricked and lied to about their, you know, other successes. And it's so easy to just fake the funk, right? People have gotten so good at presenting um, via social media that they are more innovative or savvy or successful than they actually are. And so, again, what I love about athletics is that the winner is clear, even in gymnastics, right? And even though there's a panel of judges who give their scores, they're actual experts, not like social media, where it's just random people who are oftentimes easily amused (laughs) and very biased, right? It's not about who's prettier or who has the better body or who has the most followers and likes on their photos. But 
when it comes to athletics, it's about what's the scoreboard say? You know what I mean? Who's actually the best? And if you happen to look good, if you happen to dress well while doing it, that's just an added plus, right? That's an added bonus. The type of content that you create for social media has nothing to do with, you know, who you truly authentically are and how you perform in your given space. So that's one reason I love athletics. That's one reason I, again, love athletes, but also the confidence that athletes have and the talent, like it's just so genuine. And the passion that one has for their own specific unique craft, the tenacity, right? And the, again, authenticity, right? This is what I'm doing because this is what I've been called to do and be. Not because I see somebody else doing it online or making it look good online. And so I'm like, oh, how can I copy that? How can I emulate that, right? But who am I? Like, what craft has God given me to perfect? That's what I love about athletes. You have your own lane that you are taking up, that you are perfecting your craft in. And, you know, that's just that on that. So shout out to athletes. I love them. I have, I operate with an athlete's mindset in everything that I do. And I think that's another reason why, again, I love sports and I love, um, you know, athletes. I think that, you know, it's just a different level of go mode that you enter when you are focused up on the task at hand in your craft. So shout out to Simone Biles, shout out to Naomi Osaka, and shout out to the Brooklyn Nets again. The reason why I want to talk about Naomi and Simone are because if you haven't heard or you haven't seen um, in the news, Naomi has been in the news a lot because she recently declined interviews with the media at the French Open due to her anxiety. Ultimately, she... Um, pulled out of the tournament because she was threatened with um, harsher penalties other than being fined. And so she said, I'm going to control this narrative and I'm going to peace out. Thank you, next. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, also, Simone Biles has also just won her seventh all-around title at the U.S. Gymnastics Championships. Congratulations, Simone. Both of them have had historic performances before. But Simone, we celebrate you because of your just giftedness and willingness to be the best at what you do. I actually want to go ahead and unpack her performance because I was just so in awe and just inspired by one, who she is, but also the weekend of of the competition or the championship. So she is, of course, the most decorated gymnast in world championship history. So, of course, she has earned the title of the GOAT. And so much so that Sis had the GOAT rhinestone emblem on her leotard, which I thought was so cute. But... I also was just, I loved seeing her because, you know, athletes have been idle due to the pandemic, but she came back killing it. She never missed a beat, and that was great. Throughout the weekend, Friday, she made a few mistakes. She went out of bounds a few times. She hates the bars, so she also, like, made some mistakes there. But the next day, she came back, and she didn't make those same mistakes. I think she might have gone out of bounds once, and she said in practice that she doesn't ever go out of bounds and that it's really just due to the adrenaline and power 
from, you know, it being the actual day of competition that probably welcomed that. But I love that she didn't let her mistakes define her overall performance for the weekend. She didn't let them get her down. I never saw in her face or in her demeanor that it truly like affected her confidence throughout the weekend. And I thought that was amazing because I will admit, I am a perfectionist, okay? <laughs> and oftentimes I hinder myself from growing or I stunt my own growth because I won't even get started on things because I want it to be perfect. And although I do believe in putting your best foot forward, we it is inevitable to make mistakes. You can only grow by making mistakes. That's the way that you get better. So all of that to say, sis made mistakes, but that doesn't take away from her being the GOAT. She's still left with the crown, with the medals. So I think that we can all learn from her performance over the weekend by knowing that no matter what mistakes we make, as long as we continue to show up, we will get better, right? And and just because we make mistakes, it doesn't make us any less of the GOAT, right? It doesn't make us any less intelligent or less savvy, less innovative, less amazing, less worthy. We still are who we are. We still are who we think we are, right? Go back to first episode. We still are who we think we are. So don't let your mistakes define you. And that was honestly the most inspirational aspect of her performance for me, but also just who she is as a young woman. Simone Biles is 24, and I can only imagine what it feels like to walk around with the weight of potential perfection that, you know, can a 24-year-old on such a platform could possibly have, right? But she carries it so well and so gracefully, right? She's just amazing, and she's so wise, so mature. Hillary Clinton actually shared on Instagram a quote from her at the 2016 Olympics where she said, I'm not the next Usain Bolt or Michael Phelps. I'm the first Simone Biles. Mic drop, period, sis, okay? Listen, I love that because I, too, walk with that sort of mantra in my head that I'm not trying to be like anybody else. I am simply working every single day tirelessly sometimes to be the first Brea, the best Brea that I could ever be, right? And it's not about comparing ourselves, one, to men, right? But also to others that have been the best in their own space. But it's about focusing on you and then being the best you that you can be. Not trying to live up to other people's you know, standards of what we should be or could be or what they want us to be but actually like how we can be the best versions of our own unique selves. So I love that. And you are doing that. You are the first, the one, and the only Simone Biles. And we just love to see it, Simone. We really, really do. We really, really do. So thank you for being you and for being an amazing role model for all of us. Old, young, and in between. Sis, you you do it every single time. And Again, I'm just so fascinated by who you are as a woman, but also who you are as an athlete. It is amazing watching you perform. I also, moving on, want to talk about Naomi Osaka. So I love Naomi Osaka, by the way. And fun fact, Naomi loves me. So she had recently collaborated with, or she has a current collaboration with Frankie's Bikinis. 
And I follow her on Instagram and she was posting photos looking just so cute and snatched. And again, I just, I love her. She's so humble, so powerful, but so humble and graceful. And so she was sharing photos of her in her bikini. And so I was like, okay, sis, hot girl summer. And she loved it because she liked and and commented back. Yes, she commented back to me. I'm seen. She knows me. Hey, Naomi, let me know when you want to get dinner, girl. But I go on Instagram later that day when I commented and I had all these random followers and random engagement from people. And I realized it was because Naomi responded to my comment and I just thought it was amazing. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) I love Naomi so much again because she is so powerful and because she is so talented yet so humble and she's so soft-spoken, but you would never know on the court, right? Because her performance says otherwise. And so recently at the French Open, she declined interviews with the media due to her anxiety and disapproval for the way the media repeatedly asked the same questions that oftentimes are triggering and that often welcome doubt and unnecessary comparison to other players. So let me tell you, like, just from my own experience in competing in pageants, when it is competition week or weekend or day of, The last thing I want to do is talk about the person I'm competing against. I have tunnel vision. It's like I'm from Kentucky, right? And so we know Kentucky is known for horses, the Kentucky Derby. And one thing you learn at an early age about the horses that are competing in the Derby is that they have one of these blinders that give them just that tunnel vision. Because if they are to see the horses next to them racing and running just as fast as they are, they could be easily distracted and something actually dangerous could happen. But it will deflect from the task at hand, which is that each horse runs around that track as fast as they can twice and a a winner is declared. So the same for any other sort of competition or just walk in life in general. If you are distracted by what's going on around you, then it hinders you from being at your best, right? It deflects. It makes you start doing other things because you think that, oh, I should be doing what this horse is doing or what this person is doing or what are they doing over there? Let me go meddle. It is not productive. And so why do I want to be bombarded with questions about a task that I'm already having to be so stressed out and pressed out about. So Naomi, all of that to say, I totally feel you. Like you are completely validated. But the French Open responded by threatening her with harsher harsher penalties other than the $15,000 fine that you're given if you don't speak to the media. So guess what Naomi said? She said, I don't need you. You need me. And you're not going to bully me. So I am leaving. I am pulling myself out of the tournament. Again, mic drop. And, you know, I think what people don't understand is the type of courage and boldness that it takes to make a move like that. Black women, we are so oftentimes assumed to be difficult to work with. And that we have bad attitudes. You know all the cliches around our beautiful beings. And so we try our best in and out of the workplace to keep from feeding in to your narratives about us. 
But what you won't do is disrespect me. What you won't do is bully me. And what you won't do is take advantage of who I am and the place that I am serving under your institution, right? And I know what that feels like. I too have had to advocate for myself and the other and other young women to ensure that they don't have to experience the same trauma and treatment that I did. And I had to stand up to a larger and to an institution greater than me in the space of pageantry to do so. And it was scary and it was uncomfortable and it just wasn't, you know, what I wanted to do, but it was what I had to do. And I think that Naomi did the same thing. So I am so encouraged to keep going because again, you never want to be that person. You don't want to be the one look like you're, that looks like you're difficult to work with. You don't want to be the one that sticks out like a sore thumb. But you also don't want for others to think that they can treat you badly. So I think that it's important to normalize walking away from people, places, and things that don't treat us well. And Naomi did that. And so, again, I just want to highlight how amazing um, it is for her to do that. So the Calm app I read somewhere, I think it was on Twitter, they offered to pay the fine for her. And I thought that that was amazing. So if you don't know what the Calm app is, it is an app or platform that has different like affirmations or meditations rather for you to do before you go to sleep or throughout the day. It's an amazing app. And I think it's just so great when people show up for you, right? Especially when you're like sticking out again, like a sore thumb and standing alone. So other athletes also spoke out um, to her defense or in support of her, Serena Williams, Lewis Hamilton, Stephen Curry, and which I think is amazing. It's it's always amazing when people show up for you, you know. But the Calm app for them to offer up to pay the fine, I think, is very just consistent and in line with who they are and what they do. And just in support of her as an athlete, like putting her mental health first. And she even said publicly that. She feels as though athletes' mental health is like disregarded, that people don't think about athletes' mental health and what it takes mentally to perform at a high level. The Compact has also endorsed LeBron James, and he was also the face. He may still be of their brand and company for a moment. And I thought that was amazing because what it said is, I am arguably the greatest athlete of all time. And I, too, have to check in mentally. I, too, have to meditate. I, too, have to take care of myself mentally so that I can be the best, so that you all can go crazy, right? So that you all can be amused and entertained, right? So that I can provide for my family. All of the things. But I have to mentally be okay. And I think it's just so important for all of us, especially Black women, to ensure that we are taking care of our mental health that we are checking in with ourselves and each other because the only way that we can show up and that we can pour into other people is if we're at our best. And the only way that we can physically, spiritually, emotionally be at our best is if that is if we are mentally okay, if we are mentally there because the mind is a powerful thing and it controls every part of our being. I think being an activist is so impactful and awe-inspiring Because it takes something most people don't have, and that's courage. And Naomi has shown her activism on the court so many times. In her hair, I think she said, like, silence is violence with beads in her hair. She's had her mask. 
with highlighting names of victims of police brutality. Naomi is doing it. Sis is consistent. And so again, I just have to use my platform to say, I see you. I respect you. I love you, queen. And I'm thinking and praying for you. And I hope you are taking time for yourself to just, again, check in, to do the things you love, to be surrounded by the people that love you and that you love most. And again, just taking care. And I think we can all just learn from that. We can all learn from Naomi by prioritizing our mental health, by standing up for we believe in, even when people try to threaten us, right? Even when when people, the man, thinks that they can put fear in our heart about standing up for what we believe in or what is right, what is fair and what is just, that we take control of the narrative. And again, I will repeat, normalize walking away from situations that don't make you feel okay. I think it's important to keep Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka and those alike, their names in our mouth in a positive light because they are the greatest representations of black girl magic, but of women who we should want all of our future children or current, those of you who are parents, our children to look up to. I think that they are the greatest example of strength, of resilience, of talent, of authenticity and confidence and humility. Um, I think that we as black women We have to take care of each other. We have to look out for one another. Keep celebrating each other. Keep celebrating yourselves. Even if there's no one else to do it, keep celebrating yourselves because you deserve it. And I hope if you take anything from this episode that you, one, realize that perfection is impossible and it's okay to make mistakes. You can make mistakes and they don't have to define you. You can make mistakes and be the GOAT. They, you know, the two can coexist. You're supposed to make mistakes because, again, that's how you learn. And also to continue fighting for your own rights, for others' rights, and standing firm for what you believe in. I love each and every one of you, and I'm giving you all a virtual hug right now in this moment. I'm hugging myself. It's me hugging you all. And I hope you do the same for yourself. Take care of you, and I will speak to you next episode. Love and light. Bye, you guys.